0: The following is a work of fiction. Any resemblance to real people or events is purely coincidental. This story deals in themes of depression and suicide. If you or a loved one are experiencing thoughts of suicide, please seek professional help by calling the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Tapas and Stuff Productions presents... Better yet, an audio play by Mason Ellison.
1: Send him in, please. Thank you. Nice to meet you, Trent. I'm Dr. Albarn. That was right. Right about what? With
0: a name like Leslie Albarn, there was a chance you could be a man.
1: Do you prefer male doctors?
0: Not really. I just like all doctors equally. You don't
1: have the stereotypical couch? Why not? It's a personal preference, really. Please sit down. So you dislike doctors. Care to explain why?
0: It's nothing personal. Counting you, you're the sixth doctor I've seen in the last two months. There's nothing left to diagnose or prescribe. Everything you need to know is in my file. I'll answer your questions, but you won't find anything new.
1: (laughs) Well, that's true. I know why you're here and what medications you're on. However, I'm sure you know that current circumstances require you to be here. That's why I want to get your perspective on your situation.
0: Well, you're more direct than my last two doctors. What do you want to know?
1: Well, let's start slowly. You're staying with your aunt. I would like to know more about that. It's different. How is it different?
0: They have been very... I think tender is the right word. Well, my aunt and uncle, anyway. See, my mom and my aunt have a better-than-average relationship, I guess, but I see her family about once a year. Then when they heard about what happened to me, my aunt volunteered her home for my recovery.
1: Hmm. They offered you their home for you to recover, and you chose to accept their offer rather than stay at home.
0: It's probably because they know the fallout that I would face. Not just me, but my family as well. My family is rooted in the community, and when everyone found out what I did, it was local interest topic number one. Frankly, I can't say I hate the idea of straightening things out away from home, but I wouldn't say things are ideal.
1: And you take issue with these circumstances specifically? Sort of.
0: I mean, I'm not thrilled about going to a town halfway across the country where I don't really know anyone. Actually, I'm rarely thrilled by anything. But again, I can see the advantages too, and my aunt has always been very nice to me. But I think the living situation was more of a shock for my cousin and my uncle.
1: And they aren't comfortable with you living with them?
0: Well, my uncle has always been kind of laconic, but friendly. I just get the feeling that living in his house has put him in an awkward position. It's like he's afraid to say or do anything that might set me off in the slightest. My aunt is too, for that matter. He's just more reserved.
1: And your cousin?
0: Ryan's an ass. (laughs) I mean that as politely and objectively as possible. When he turned 13, he became a self-centered jerk. He's been pretty vocal about my presence in his house.
1: And you're upset by his hostility? Not
0: really. I expected this from him. Frankly, any psychological damage he could inflict has already been done. If he doesn't like something or someone, he makes sure everyone knows it. In some strange way, I actually kind of admire that. To say, fuck polite society and really tell everyone what you truly think of them.
1: You seem to have issues expressing yourself honestly.
0: I wouldn't say that. I guess the best example would be if you had an acquaintance that you thought was really annoying. Ryan would flat out tell them that they're an annoying piece of shit and insult them and their family. I, on the other hand, would do one of two things. Either A, begrudgingly acquiesce to their presence in silence until I found a chance to quietly escape, or B, go to great lengths to not be around them, including changing my schedule and staying away from any places they might be.
1: (laughs) Interesting. How old is Ryan?
0: Nineteen, I think. He just finished his first year of college. Because of that, he likes to think he's smarter than me. (sighs) I don't know. I think he's really just frustrated to come home and find he has to share his room with his cousin's various
1: mental problems. Are there any other issues you want to discuss? No problems, really. Things are just odd. Hmm. Tell me how they're odd. My aunt has
0: taken great lengths to baby-proof the house. I mean, there are no locks on the doors, nothing in the medicine cabinet, and no sharp objects. Fine, I can understand, but my food gets served to me pre-cut and the only utensil I'm given is a spoon. (laughs) I see. It's been a rough few months, but I think I'm in a slightly better place. To answer your question, no, I don't think I'm a danger to myself. I made a really big mistake and I'm just wondering what I'm going to do next.
1: Well, that can be a challenge, but I think you can do it. You're still dealing with your depression.
0: Not particularly well, though. I still don't feel motivated or excited by anything, really. I mean, it's better than it was before the uh, unpleasantness, but most days I just feel like a lump attached to the bed. It took my aunt thirty minutes to get me dressed for this appointment. I just
1: couldn't see the point. Do you have any hobbies?
0: Well, that was abrupt. No, I don't really have any hobbies. I used to read a lot and watch movies and listen to music. But I'm having the same problem. I can't find any enjoyment in them, no matter how much I try. Just out of curiosity, is our time almost up, or do you want more details to put in your next
1: book? Yeah, it looks like we're almost done for today. I want you to keep looking for a hobby, Trent. Or, if possible, try and make some friends. If you can find something that could keep you engaged, I think your emotional state will start to improve. In the meantime, I want you to keep taking your medication, and I'll see you next week. As for your situation at home, try to be patient. You all just need time to readjust. Interesting.
0: I thought this was going to be boring like all the other times. But you're either an excellent liar, or you actually seem invested in the ramblings of a suicidal 21-year-old. You also didn't waste my time like the others. <laughs> Take care.
2: Have you seen my phone? Jody, have you seen my phone?
3: What? Oh, yes, it's here on the counter. I found it on the coffee table... I'm sorry, but Trent's not supposed to be on the internet, so I took it.
2: I still think you're going a bit overboard. I really don't think he's going to be able to do much harm with a smartphone.
3: I'm just trying to look after him, and my sister asked me to keep him off the internet. You've seen the news. You know what kids are capable of.
2: Have you talked to your sister?
3: Yesterday, when he first got here.
2: Has he spoken to his parents at all?
3: Not that I know of past few times I've talked to Nancy, she's been an emotional wreck. It's probably best if she's the one who calls first. I'm almost done. Could you set the table while I finish making breakfast, please?
2: Look, I know your sister has been through a lot. I wouldn't wish this on anyone. But it's not like we really know what we're doing here.
3: I know, but my family needed help. I thought the least I could do is help my nephew while he tries to get back on track. Oh, Gary, remember, we're not using the-
2: I know, I know. But do you really think having him stay here will be any different for him?
3: I'm trying my best. Could you please just try to be there for your nephew?
2: All right, I'm sorry. I'm still just trying to get used to this. We went from having an empty nest to taking in our nephew right as our son comes home for the summer. Do you need help finishing breakfast?
3: I'm almost finished. As for Trent, the best thing we can do is make sure he feels welcome here. Oh, I forgot the syrup.
2: Remember, I have to work late tonight.
3: I remember. Do you know how late you'll be?
2: It's hard to say. Probably no later than seven.
3: Good morning, sunshine. You sleep well? Eh,
4: yeah. Didn't we have pancakes yesterday?
3: Yes, and Trent seemed to enjoy them, so I thought we could do it again.
4: Well, we have to give the baby his bottle, don't we? Ryan! Well, it's true. Ever since his preciousness arrived, you guys have been waiting on him hand and foot. It's pathetic.
3: Your cousin has been going through a really tough time. The least we can do is help him through it.
4: How long is he staying with us again?
3: Well, that's a little unclear right now, but while he's here, could you at least try to get along with him?
4: Please? Why? If he wants to be gloomy and miserable, I say let him. It's not my problem.
2: Ryan, while Trent is here, you're going to be nice to him.
4: Do you understand? Yes, sir. Ryan, where is Trent? He's in bed. He's still asleep. Didn't you wake him up? I said he's in bed. I didn't say he's asleep. (sighs) Ryan, go get your cousin so we can eat. I took all the sheets off the bed and turned on the lights. In a few minutes, he'll either get up to go to the bathroom or he'll come in here for breakfast. Trust me, it'll work. Why is that? How do you think he got up yesterday? Would you mind waiting for him? I'm hungry. Besides, he knows when breakfast is.
3: Good morning, Trent. Did you sleep well?
0: I didn't really sleep that much. I mostly just had my eyes closed, lying in bed.
3: Oh, I almost forgot.
0: Aunt Jody, stop, please. I can cut my own food.
3: It's no problem. I'm happy to do it. There you go.
2: Thanks.
4: So when did you find out you were gay?
2: Ryan! Damn it, Ryan!
4: What? Isn't that why most people kill themselves?
0: You're tactful as always. Well, no, I'm not gay, and that's not why I attempted suicide.
3: Uh, Trent, have you taken your medication yet?
0: Yes. Look, you're all feeling awkward about it, so let's just get it out in the open. The short version is that I've been suffering from depression for a very long time. When I started my junior year last fall, the pressure just kept... Building on me, I felt even more alienated from everyone, and with graduation coming closer, I was having a hard time trying to find motivation for anything, really. It just kept building and building through the semester that when spring break came, I just wanted to end it. So when I came home, I went to the bathroom and took a handful of my dad's sleeping pills. Mom found me in time, and they were able to resuscitate me. I spent the rest of the semester in a mental hospital, and they put me on several new medications. I was released about a week ago, and sent here based on your invitation. I thank you for the hospitality, but you guys are wearing yourselves out for the wrong reasons. I'm still depressed, but I'll never attempt suicide again. It was, hands down, the stupidest thing I've ever done, and really made me re-examine my life. Right now, I just want to figure out what the next step
4: is. So you tried to kill yourself because you were really sad? You're a piece of shit, you know that?
3: Okay! Well, we're glad to know you're feeling better, but we just want to do everything we can to make sure you're safe and happy.
2: I'd be happy to have a fork. Well, I'd better get going. I'll see you later.
3: So, Ryan, what do you have planned for today?
4: I have class today, remember?
3: Oh, right, I forgot.
4: Wait, what class? Like, summer classes?
3: No, he's taking ballroom dancing at the community college.
0: Mom! Ballroom dancing? And you called me gay?
3: I think it's sweet that he's trying to learn something new. I'll take this in the next room.
0: So why are you really taking dance classes? I don't have to explain anything to you. You should have gone with summer classes. Much more believable. Fuck. You've given me crap since the instant I've arrived. If you think I'm letting up now, you're going to be sorely disappointed. Besides, without the internet, making you suffer is probably the best form of entertainment I'm going to get while I'm here. Screw you! Oh, I get it. You're doing this to try and pick up girls, aren't you? I said shut up! No, you said screw you. And I'm not going to stop pressing this. You are the kind of guy who would take stupid classes if it means he would get laid. Just admit it and I'll drop the subject. Shut up.
3: Okay, there's been a change of plans. They need me to come into work today.
4: I thought you were taking vacation time.
3: There was a medical emergency with the manager and they need me to cover for him for a few hours. I should be back by four.
0: Does that mean I have to spend the day at the store with you?
3: I'm sorry, but I can't work and keep an eye on you.
0: You don't have to. I don't want to go to work with you. I'd really rather just stay here.
3: You know I can't leave you by yourself. You're going to have to spend the day with Ryan.
4: What? I would prefer not to. Why do I have to babysit him? He can be left alone for a few hours.
3: Ryan, I'm asking you to do this one thing. Just take him with you to the class and keep an eye on him until I get back from work. Do I make myself clear? Mm Mm-hmm. Good. Trent, go get dressed.
0: Fine, but for the record, I can't help but see this turn of events as some form of
4: bizarre punishment. You do know this really screws up my plans, right?
3: Your cousin has been through a really hard time. I want you to at least try to be friendly to him. The girls will think you have a sensitive side. What? You're my son. You think I don't know you? (laughs)
4: Can you walk any slower? It's bad enough you almost made me late.
0: It's not my fault that stoplights hate you. And I want to stress this fact again. I don't want to be here. I find this whole thing really pathetic.
4: Whatever. Okay, I still have five minutes before my class actually starts.
0: Well, come on! No, she said I had to come with you, but I'm not going to waste my time watching you try to dance. I'm going to set up shop here. Mom said I have to watch you while she's at work. Your stupidity is overwhelming. I'll sit out here, while you try and hide the fact that you're a lecherous pervert. The girls won't see me, you don't have to talk to me, I won't leave until your class is done. If your mom asks, we both tell her that I never left your sight. Make sense?
4: You're unpleasant, but that is a good idea. Fine. I'll see you in an hour and a half. Wait, you said 30 minutes! (laughs) Asshole! (laughs) Cutting your ass,
0: I didn't want to be here. Pathetic.
5: What are you reading? It's a book. I know that. I mean, what are you reading about?
0: It's a collection of short stories. Right now I'm reading a story called Bartleby the Scrivener by Herman Melville. Spoiler alert, this story is awful.
5: Is this for a class you're taking or something?
0: No, I've had my phone taken away, and while my cousin struts around with his head up his ass, I need something to distract me from reality.
5: Your cousin has his head up his ass and you don't want to watch?
0: (laughs) Well, you've got a sense of humor. Now I have a question for you. Sure. Why are you talking in a fake accent? What? Look, don't beat yourself up. I spent a summer abroad in England last year. I'm not an expert, but I can tell your accent isn't real.
5: I like trying out new accents on strangers. Why? It's fun. That's it? If it's fun, then I do it. Plain and simple.
0: I'm sure there's wisdom in those words. I just don't know where exactly. But weren't you ever warned about just walking up to strangers and discussing literature in strange accents?
5: It's not like I talk to just anyone. I'm pretty careful about who I approach.
0: So you saw me and thought I was safe enough to approach?
5: Mm, You're a bit of a downer, but you seem normal.
0: I seem normal? You might want to work on your powers of perception.
5: Why? Are you hiding some terrible secret?
0: I'm not hiding anything. I just don't share personal details about my life with complete strangers. I have to ask though, why are you so interested in me? I'm sure a girl as pretty as you isn't desperate for friends. And if you want me to buy you dinner, I don't have any money. So why are you taking such an interest?
5: I find people fascinating.
0: Do you have a reason that isn't a cliche?
5: No, I really enjoy meeting all types of people. It really helps expand your worldview. So if I'm given the chance to meet new people, I'll take it.
0: Well, you can scratch a random stranger off your list. I'm sure that I managed to make you see your life as better by comparison.
5: No, my life's pretty great already. You, on the other hand, are talking a lot. You didn't have to answer me, and you could have asked me to leave. But you didn't.
0: Fair point. I suppose it doesn't matter in the long run. I don't live here. Judging by your age, I'm guessing you're a college student and you're only home for the summer. We don't know each other's names or phone numbers. In fact, the only thing I know about you that you haven't told me is that you take dance classes. As soon as we leave this building, we're going to live our lives as if we don't know the other person exists.
5: My name's Corinne. What? You said we don't know each other's names. Well, my name's Corinne. What's yours? Trent. Now when you leave, you'll at least know what my name is.
0: And you'll be able to tell the cops that a lunatic named Trent is skulking around campus reading a really boring book.
5: (laughs) That's funny. I have been wondering why you're sitting out in the hall. It does look a little weird.
0: If you knew the sort of person my cousin is, you'd want to keep your distance from him as well. That and I didn't feel like trying to read in a dance class. All the counting and music can be distracting.
5: What kind of person is your cousin?
0: Why, do you want to cross-examine him, too?
5: Just asking. From the way you described him earlier, I can tell you don't like him. I'm just wondering what some of the key reasons are.
0: It would be easier just to show you. Go peek inside the classroom. How many guys are in the class?
5: I'm counting one, two, three, five.
0: Yeah, that sounds right. Are they dancing in couples? The guys and the girls, are they paired up? Yeah. Are the girls roughly our age? Late teens, early twenties? Yes. Now look real closely. Does one of the guys have a lecherous smirk on his face?
5: Yeah. How did you know that?
0: Because that's the exact kind of person my cousin is. But just in case I'm wrong, let me double check. Yep, that's Ryan. He's the kind of douchebag that would take a dance class to try and pick up girls and have a look of unrestrained lust while slow dancing. Now factor in the fact I'm sharing a room with that guy, and that will probably answer so many questions you have about me.
5: I hate when they go to dance classes to hit on girls. Only the worst kind of guys do that.
0: Have you encountered this before?
5: A few times, when I was in junior high.
0: So my cousin's brilliant plan has been done before, I'm guessing?
5: I've seen it probably six times, I think.
0: Six times? Has it ever worked?
5: Uh, no.
0: You hesitated. Now you have to tell me.
5: No, I I swear it hasn't worked.
0: If you can say that while looking me in the eyes, I'll believe you.
5: It hasn't. Fine. When I was 16, this guy I had a crush on got paired up with me. We ended up dating for two months.
0: Do you always give up info like that so easily?
5: What? What do you mean?
0: I just had to ask and make eye contact, and you told me what I wanted to know.
5: So is this just a game to you? I'm some form of amusement?
0: Kinda. Couldn't you say the same thing about me? Remember, you started talking to me in an English accent. You engaged me. You asked me a bunch of questions. You could have walked right by me without saying a word, but you didn't.
5: And you kept answering my questions. You didn't have to do that. In fact, you told me things about you without putting up any resistance.
0: True, I did, but... How do you know what I said was true? How do I know what some of the things you told me were true? If I truly wanted to, I would have just asked you to leave. Why didn't you? I'm not on trial here. Point is, I've managed to offend you. Now it's usually the part where you call me a bastard or slap me and walk away.
5: You think I'm that kind of person?
0: I don't know what kind of person you are, but most people would just pretend I don't exist, and I can't understand why you don't too.
5: Maybe I'm not like most people, you're not like most people either. Most guys just try to ask me out or flirt with me. They only care about how I look.
0: Sounds like a nightmare. You're beautiful and everyone wants to be your friend. What a hard life.
5: I didn't say it was hard. I'm trying to say that you seem like the kind of guy who would care about what kind of girl I actually am, not what I seem to be.
0: You're right, I, uh, I, I am. I'm sorry, I've never been good at making friends. It's okay. So what kind of girl are you then?
5: That's one thing I'm not going to answer so easily. You'll just have to figure it out for yourself.
0: And how am I going to do that?
5: Do you have a piece of paper and a pen? I know you don't have a phone, but does your cousin's house have a landline? Yeah. Good. Call me later at five. Why? Do you really want to spend the evening talking to your cousin?
0: Fair point. Okay. today at five.
3: I'm home. Did you enjoy going to class with Ryan? Mmm. What's that? It's a book. I'm talking about that.
0: It's a beer. Is this some kind of weird game?
3: You're drinking now?
0: Yeah, I'm allowed to drink. I'm 21.
3: Are you even supposed to drink with your medication?
0: Probably not, but since you don't have cable, I don't have your Netflix password, I'm not allowed on the internet, and I can only handle Ryan in small doses, I think I'm allowed to drink at least a little bit to try and make this book interesting.
3: Where did you even find the beer?
0: In the fridge downstairs. Since it didn't have a padlock on the door, I figured it was okay. If it's such a big deal, I'll pay Uncle Gary back for whatever I drink.
3: No, it's... Never mind. I'm just exhausted from work. I really don't want you to drink while you're on your medicine.
0: Sure, whatever.
3: Where's Ryan?
0: I think he's upstairs. I haven't seen him for a while.
3: What have you been doing all that time?
0: Sitting right here reading. As I said, I don't have much else
3: to do. Ryan, are you upstairs? Yeah, what do you want? Just wondering where you were. So has he been up there since you got back from class?
0: No, he came into the kitchen about an hour ago to eat. You know, that's something I've always kind of resented. People like him who can eat obnoxiously large amounts of food, never exercise, and remain skinny. It doesn't make sense to me. Did you need
3: something? How was class?
0: It was pretty standard. A dance class, mostly made up of girls who drag their boyfriends there in hopes that it will undo all their character flaws. Same thing happens with things like cooking classes. I still have no idea why he thinks that's a good place to meet girls.
3: You didn't have to participate. I was wondering if you talked to anybody. It would have been a good opportunity for you to meet people.
0: I know that's what you were going for, but unfortunately, no. We got there, I sat in the corner, read some crappy stories, we came home.
3: Besides going to the doctor, that was the first time you left the house. Could you please try to interact with some people your age?
0: I'll think about it.
3: I just want to help you. You're going through a horrible time in your life, and I'm here to help you get back on your feet.
0: Thanks, but that's not your job.
3: Well, is there anything I can do in the meantime? Anything at all?
0: I would love to have some normalcy back in my life. Sadly, I don't see that happening.
3: Where are you going?
0: Relax, I'm just going to the bathroom. I'm not
3: going to try and escape. Ryan, come down here. What? You heard me. Get down here.
4: Hang on. What?
3: Couple things. First, if you want a sandwich, you're more than capable of making it yourself. Second, failing that, you don't ask me to do it through a text when I'm right downstairs.
4: So you want me to just yell down the stairs?
3: Third, what happened at class today?
4: Why? What did he say?
3: He didn't. But I did find him with a beer from your dad's fridge. That's why I'm asking. Did something happen at class?
4: No. All he did was sit there and read. He didn't say anything. He didn't talk to anyone. Nothing happened. Why is this such a big deal?
3: He didn't talk to anyone? Did you introduce him to anyone?
4: God, no. What? I was supposed to walk up and say, This is my suicidal cousin. He's sure to be a dark cloud on an otherwise sunny day. So you didn't even try? What's the big deal? He already said he doesn't want to kill himself. What more do we have to do?
3: I've been reading about things like this. In situations like this, it's important he receives a lot of support from friends and family.
4: Is that why you can't be around anything sharper than a pillow?
3: Ryan, your aunt has already been through hell for the past few months since the whole incident started. He needs to be around people and make friends. Could you please try to get him out of the house for me?
4: Fine. I'll do it for you, not for him. Throw in some gas money, too, while we're at it.
3: That's really the best I'm going to get out of you.
4: Yeah. What of it? It's not my fault he's so miserable. He decides to make a stupid decision, and now I have to spend my summer babysitting my suicidal rich cousin who thinks the whole world's against him. I have to share my room, my house, and now my friends with a freak who thinks he's better than me and constantly mocks me. All this because he can't face the stigma of his actions. I mean, I'll help you, but he's still a pain in the ass.
3: I'll take what I can get at this point. Thank you, sweetie.
4: Stop calling me that. See what my friends are up to later.
3: Again, thank you. I'm going to take a nap. I'll set an alarm, but if I'm not up in 40 minutes, please wake me up.
4: Fine, whatever. Uh, Where is Trent, anyway?
3: He went to the bathroom. I'll talk to you in a bit.
4: Where'd your mom go? She's taking a nap. You owe me for covering for you. What are you talking about? I didn't tell her that you sat outside in the hallway during my class. Hey, you were the one who was supposed to be watching me
0: she found out, both of our asses would get raked over the coals.
4: Why do you have to say it like that? What? Raked over the coals. I get it. You're smart. Doesn't mean that you have to talk like some old freak.
0: And do uh, you have to talk like an asshole?
4: Oh, sure. Take that tone. It's probably why you don't have any friends. You think the whole world is either below you or out to get you. Beneath you. And you have to correct everyone, too. Look, can you just fuck off so I can eat? I gladly would, but I need a favor. And my answer is no fucking way.
0: Fine. A trade, then. No! Yes. Look, I need a favor, and I'm not above paying for it. Name your price. It's not like you have anything I want. No, but I think I know how to get it. You lost me. Quite simple. You do me this favor, and I go to the liquor store for you.
4: Hmm. I need to know what the favor is before I give my answer. You sneak me out of the house
0: for a few hours tonight. Where are you going? You don't need to know that.
4: Yeah, then have fun spending the evening with my mom. Maybe you can play Scrabble. You're just determined to be an
0: ass about this, aren't you?
4: You asked for my help, remember? I'm not the one who has to stay home. If I'm going to accept your offer, I need details.
0: You aren't as stupid as I thought you were. <laughs> Fine. I want to go to the park this evening. I'm hoping you can tell your mom some bullshit story about going to the movies or hanging out with friends or something. You drop me off and pick me up in a few hours. While I'm at the park, you can loiter at a gas station or harass someone. I don't really care. After you pick me up, we stop by the liquor store on the way home. Now will you help me or do you want to keep sneaking beer from your dad? Why are
4: you going to the park?
0: None of your damn business.
4: Look. I'm mostly on board for your plan, but if you want to spend two hours in the park, you have to tell me why. It does seem a little suspicious. I'm hoping to find a dealer. What's her name? <sighs> you yeah, know, I think I actually gained some respect for you just now. So, are
0: you going to help me or not?
4: Hmm. Fine. I'll tell my mom we're going to the movies so you can get laid. Just because
0: we have a deal doesn't mean I can't still get back at you. If you continue to piss me off or you breathe a word about this to anyone, I will take you down. Ooh, I am so scared. Be ready in 1 hour. <laughs> Did I keep you waiting?
5: What? No, you're right on time. Part of me wasn't sure you were going to show up.
0: Yes, leaving the house involves some lies, misdirection, and a little bit of coercion.
5: Okay, now you have to tell me how you did it.
0: I made a deal with Ryan. He drives me here and keeps quiet, and on the way home I buy him beer.
5: What about your aunt?
0: She thinks I'm at the movies with him. It's the perfect alibi. It's an activity that takes two and a half hours, and we can't answer our phones, so she can't keep checking and expecting an answer.
5: So that was your idea. That's pretty cunning. So your cousin's really okay with this?
0: Not in the slightest. That's why I have to go to the liquor store for him. I figured that would be the only way to get him to cooperate without asking too many questions.
5: I thought you were smart, but that plan is brilliant. I'm both impressed and a little scared. How so? You came up with this elaborate plan just to meet up with me while coercing and misleading your relatives. I have to say, it does impress me.
0: I run the risk of saying the wrong thing, so hear me out for a moment. I really needed to get out of the house. My aunt's bizarrely dominant form of care is suffocating, so when you mentioned meeting in the park, I figured it was the best option for the evening.
5: So you had nothing better to do?
0: No, that's that's not what I... Oh, I get it. <laughs> I almost believed you for a second. (laughs) Uh, No, in all seriousness, you've been the only person I've talked to who doesn't treat me like a wounded animal.
5: What about your cousin?
0: He treats me like crap. (laughs) Fine, you're the second person who doesn't treat me like a wounded animal.
5: Well, I'm glad I could get you out of the house. I love coming here in the summer. I've always found it relaxing. Don't you?
0: Uh, I wasn't really paying attention. I'm curious why there aren't more people here.
5: This is the older part of the park. The newer area has a playground and cleaner bathrooms.
0: Hmm. if this park is anything like the ones in my town, this is where all the teenagers go to get high after dark. I guess the view is okay.
5: This is my favorite time of day. I love to watch the sunset.
0: Wait, so you come to one of the more abandoned parts of the park on a regular basis by yourself? Don't you think that's a little unsafe?
5: Nah, I do this all the time. No one ever really bothers me.
0: Then why am I here?
5: You need someone to talk to, and I like having company. You said it yourself. You can't really talk to your aunt, and your cousin's a jerk. I'm willing to listen to you complain for a little while. Who else is going to give you that courtesy?
0: Well, there's my therapist, but my next appointment isn't until Monday. Thanks, Corinne. Looks like there is someone around my age with a shred of empathy. I haven't met a lot of people like that.
5: You didn't have friends who were empathetic?
0: My friends were pretty shallow. They're the kind of people who hang around you because you have money or possessions or influence. Not because they care about you or the things you like. But what really sucks is even though I know what kind of people they are, I still worry about what they think of me.
5: I'm sorry to hear that.
0: Uh, Don't be. I was the same way to them. Some ways I would only be friends with certain kids because of our parents' association. They might have been using me, but I might have been using them. What about you? What kind of people are your friends?
5: I always had a lot of acquaintances, but only a few really good friends. People I built relationships out of mutual trust and respect. That's the best example I can think of.
0: So your friends are people you can trust completely? Your friends sound weird.
5: Wait. Are you wanting to learn more about me? What prompted this?
0: Because I'm still trying to decide if I can trust you or not. We've both told each other things about ourselves, but I'm trying to find your content. The aspects that make up your personality.
5: So, what do you want to know? I'll answer as honestly as I can, but you have to promise to do the same.
0: (sighs) Okay, let's start with some basic facts. What's your last name?
5: Graham. What about yours? Kane. Trent Kane. I think it suits you.
0: Well, it wasn't really up to me, but thank you. Now, this is just a hunch, but are you a theater major?
5: Actually, I am. How did you know that?
0: Like I said, it was a hunch. You share some similarities to theater majors I've met at my school. You test out accents, you take dance classes, and you find people fascinating. Not a particular person, not an aspect about a person, no. The entire idea of people in general, that's what you find fascinating.
5: So all theater majors are alike. Is that what you're saying?
0: Well, right now you're kind of proving my point by getting offended at something that wasn't an insult.
5: That wasn't an insult?
0: All I said is that out of the few people I've met who share the same major as you, you have similar habits and ways of thinking.
5: And how well did you know some of these people?
0: One of them was my ex-girlfriend. Does that answer your question?
5: Wait, what?
0: Yeah, my last girlfriend was a theater major. We broke up last year, but for the four months we were dating, I spent a lot of time with her friends. They were also theater majors, and I noticed they have a lot of similar habits. Habits that you happen to share a few of. That was my point before you got so defensive. What?
5: I'm just having a hard time seeing you dating anybody. You're always so negative, I just assumed you'd never want to date anyone.
0: That's because you still don't know me. Yes, I'm negative and depressed, but that's not what defines me, at least not entirely.
5: I get that, I really do. Look, now you're getting defensive to an assumption I made. What I meant was you strike me as someone who is very wary to other people. It doesn't seem like you would allow yourself to get close enough to anyone at all to be friends, let alone date someone.
0: And does that make you think less of me?
5: No, the opposite. It seems to me that you put your emotional well-being first. I really respect that. Mm. When we met earlier, you mentioned that you didn't mind talking to me because we were strangers and we might not see each other again. That allowed you to feel secure. You could interact with someone you had no intention of getting close to. Right?
0: No, you're right. I didn't think we were going to do more than chat briefly, but then you told me your name.
5: And that's a bad thing? What would have happened if I didn't introduce myself?
0: Right now I'd be playing Scrabble with my aunt, but that's always been part of my problem. I've always looked at everything in my life trying to find the point behind it. When you introduced yourself, it made me wonder, how does this girl see the world? Does that make sense?
5: A little bit, but if that's the case, why did you introduce yourself to me? It's not like you had to.
0: Do you always look for the point behind everything you do?
5: No, not everything. Like I said earlier, if it's fun, then I do it. That's part of the reason I take dance classes. There's a point behind it. There's meaning behind it. But if that's what I have to focus on beforehand, then you're right. I probably wouldn't be who I am. In fact, let's try it real quick. What are you doing? You are going to dance with me. You're not going to think about the point. You're just going to have fun.
0: Slight problem. I don't know how to dance.
5: I'll show you. Now stand up straight and put your hand here. Now, have you ever waltzed before?
0: I don't even tap my foot to music. Are you sure you want to endanger yourself?
5: You'll be fine.
0: You're a funeral.
5: Now, the way most beginners learn the waltz is to make a box with your steps.
0: That doesn't make any sense.
5: I told you, don't look for the meaning. Just try and follow where my feet go. Now try doing it in rhythm. Like this. One, two, three. One, two, three.
0: How do people move like this?
5: Don't look for the point. Just enjoy the moment.
0: How long have you been doing this?
5: Since I was four. I love it.
0: Well, that logic makes perfect sense. But why are you teaching me to dance? You'd be better off dancing with a department store mannequin. He'd be better company, too.
5: I'm trying to be your friend. I'm not out to get you, I don't want money, I don't want to plan some scheme to embarrass you.
0: Wait, you really wanna be my friend?
5: You're obnoxious, but you're an individual. I feel like I can trust you, and despite how you act, you seem to think the same of me. I don't really know what you went through, but I think you could really use a friend.
0: Can we stop dancing? I'm getting a little dizzy.
5: Are you going to be okay? I should have taught you how to spot. What? That's how you keep from getting dizzy when you dance. You focus on one spot and keep your eyes on it. Really, I didn't think we were going fast enough for you to get dizzy, though.
0: I'll be fine. Don't worry. You really want to be my friend.
5: Yes, I do. Why is that hard to believe?
0: Because you learn all the worst things about people the more you get to know them. I mean, if I told you something really dark about me, would it make you change your mind?
5: I think the only thing that would change my mind is if you told me you were a serial killer.
0: Well, it's not that dark, but it's really damn unpleasant.
5: And I'm telling you I can handle it.
0: (sighs) Fine, I'll tell you. I was released from a mental hospital a few days ago because I attempted suicide.
5: You're serious? You're not joking? That's terrible.
0: In what way would that be a joke?
5: Well, your sense of humor does seem a little twisted.
0: My attempts to integrate back into society, to be honest with you, aren't going very well.
5: I'm sorry to hear that. Do you want to talk about it?
0: I, um, uh, I've, I, I, I've suffered with depression for most of my life, but... During Easter break, it got so bad that I tried to end it all. This voice in my head just kept saying, You're a worthless piece of shit. Everyone hates you and would be better off without you. I, I, I just wanted it to stop. I failed, but I spent a week in the hospital while I recovered. Then they moved me to a psychiatric hospital for a little over a month. Then they put me on different medicine for my depression, and I talked to a bunch of doctors. (sighs) The good news is that voice is gone, but I still don't have much sense of self-worth. By the time I was released, I missed the rest of the semester, and I haven't heard much from anyone.
5: What about your parents?
0: They visited me a few times. I think they were more embarrassed by the attempt than anything else. It's all about appearances for them. When I was released, my parents told me they had planned for me to spend the summer with my aunt and uncle, and here I am. Thing is, I don't have to face the aftermath at home. I don't think I can handle what people are saying.
5: Oh my god. That must have been horrible. I'm so sorry.
0: It's not like it's your fault. I made the choice. It's up to me to deal with it.
5: So you don't want to attempt again?
0: No, I don't. I gained a lot of perspective, and I realized that's not how I want to go. The problem is I have nothing that really makes me want to live, either. I'm just existing with no real motivation. And what I used to enjoy is just boring to me.
5: I'm sorry you see things that way. I don't know you very well, but I know you will find a way to improve things.
0: How do you know that?
5: because you're smart enough to figure it out, and I want to help you do it.
0: I mean no disrespect, but that could eat up a lot of your time. Why would you want to invest so much energy and time into me? What about your other friends?
5: I can make time for all my friends, but I think, no. I know you need me a lot more than they do.
0: May I ask you something? Sure. Do you like me?
5: Yeah, I just said you were my friend.
0: No, I mean, are you attracted to me? Uh, Are you interested in more than just my friendship?
5: What brought this up?
0: You have been very focused on me almost since we started talking. You were completely focused on everything I had to say. But when you had me dance with you, I noticed something. There was this look in your eyes for a second.
5: And that told you that I liked you in that way?
0: I've seen it a few times before, but only when a girl really liked me. But I'm really bad at picking up signals. That's why I'm asking you if what I think I noticed is real.
5: Well, I could ask you the same thing, but I already know the answer.
0: How do you know the answer?
5: Look at me. Seriously, just look at me.
0: So you think I only like you because of your looks?
5: No, I'm just giving you crap. I know I have more to offer than just my looks.
0: Yeah, you do. And that's one of the reasons I do like you.
1: Trent. Hello. How have things been this week? I'm here, right? <laughs> yes, I can see that. Well, I'm still alive. Score one for you. You seem very flippant about the situation. You know that's not what I meant. Hey, you have to take what you can
0: get. I don't know how many patients you have, but I would think I am one of the worst you've ever had.
1: You'd be surprised. <laughs> but I obviously can't talk about other patients. Just know this. I have dealt with a wide range of cases, and what you're going through is nothing I haven't dealt with before. So I propose we get back to the subject at hand. Damn,
0: here I thought I was special.
1: How is living with your extended family going?
0: My cousin and I have come to an uneasy peace agreement.
1: Care to expand on that? Think Cuban Missile Crisis?
0: (laughs) We're not doing anything now, but the slightest movement could disrupt this so-so-delicate arrangement we've made.
1: Interesting metaphor. So now you're trying to preserve the peace? With
0: as little direct contact as possible. If we don't speak to each other outside of gestures and grunts, and if our shared spaces are used exclusively for sleeping purposes, then we can't disagree about much.
1: I see. How have you been getting along with your uncle?
0: He's not a very verbal person. When he is around, he mostly keeps to himself and speaks in as few words as possible. He keeps his distance, and whether that's intentional or not, I'm not sure. I've barely seen him in the three weeks that I've been
1: here. He's usually at work. So he's distant, and you question whether he's actively avoiding you.
0: We barely know each other. It's always been this way. I'd see him at family gatherings and obligatory holidays. He's just never been very social. I don't think much of it. The man works a lot to support his family. Aunt Jody doesn't make much, and Ryan doesn't really contribute during his summer break. Maybe he's a workaholic? I don't know, and I don't care that much, to be honest with you. Right. And
1: your aunt is different?
0: She's as neurotic and overbearing as ever. I'm sure if I were to even get a splinter, she'd blame herself for it. The wood wasn't polished enough on the table or something.
1: Tell me why that bothers you. I understand that
0: she cares, but she cares so much it can almost hurt. And you
1: hold that against her?
0: Again, she's always been this way to some extent, but I've never had to live with her. And she's never dealt with someone who's suicidal before. I don't imagine this has been a frequent topic over dinner for them.
1: You feel like they could do better?
0: I feel like we could all do better. Isn't that why I have to see you every week?
1: Among other reasons. Touché. Last week, I asked you again about finding hobbies to occupy your time. How's that going? I've recaptured my love of old movies. Old movies? Tell me what era and film
0: you enjoy. I tend to enjoy films made around the late 30s to the mid-50s.
1: You find these movies appealing?
0: Around that time, movies were capable of telling engaging stories. I mean, sure, there was crap made at that time like any other era, but since the industry was still fairly new, there was a focus on plots and characters, not just millions of dollars on special effects.
1: I understand. And you've shown Corinne these films too? What? Well, that's her name, isn't it? In our last session, you told me you met a girl named Corinne. I did.
0: I don't think she really relates to those films.
1: And you think that's a
0: bad thing? No, it's not a bad thing. She's just not very cerebral. She enjoys pretty
1: pictures, simple plots, and big emotions. Not bad, just not me. It seems like you understand her more than those you've been living with. Can you blame me? No blame, but you seem far more at ease when talking about her. And you didn't disparage her habits, even though you disagree with them. I haven't heard you extend that courtesy to anyone else in our sessions. What else do you want to know? You're assuming I'm going to judge you by the company you keep. Isn't that your job? Trent, you know that's not how this works.
0: We met a few weeks ago after a class, and we've been talking off and on, and that's it. It's nice to talk to someone you're not related to, and who doesn't already have an opinion about how crazy you are.
1: At what kind of class did you meet her? Uh,
0: Taxidermy. Trent... Fine, fine. In one of Ryan's poor attempts at picking up women, he was taking a dance class. <laughs> you attended this dance class as well? Hell no. I sat outside and read. Far more productive. As I was reading, she came out and talked to me. Someday they'll write a book about it. I think Nicholas Sparks has already signed
1: on. What did you discuss? Comparative literature.
0: No, seriously, we, we did.
1: Anything else?
0: accents and how she's not the best at them. Not bad, but not the best.
1: And you've seen her since then?
0: Maybe once or twice.
1: You seem to know quite a lot about her after only seeing her once or twice. Tell me how long you've been dating.
0: Well, we are not dating.
1: But you would like to be? Relationships
0: have usually been a profoundly depressing experience for me.
1: Tell me why that is.
0: Because the difference between men and women is a universal riddle that we will never truly understand.
1: Yet we still cling to companionship. It's one of the great conundrums of life. How would you describe your general disposition when you're around her?
0: Everything seems easier.
1: And that makes you feel happy?
0: In a way, kind of.
1: And you're not dating this person. Are you sure you're not a Betazoid? (laughs) That's interesting. I didn't think you were a Next Generation fan. Wait, you got that joke? I have a life outside this office. Let's get back to Corinne. This is confidential, right?
0: We've been together for two weeks.
1: And you're keeping it secret?
0: I'm trying to limit her exposure to my aunt's craziness. I could imagine Jody interrogating her for hours.
1: Well, your decisions are your own. But I must say that if this person brings you happiness, then I'd recommend you continue spending time with her.
0: Well, thank you for the prescription.
1: Of course, you still need to keep taking your medication and I'll see you next week.
2: I think the table's clean now.
3: There's still a spot that doesn't want to come out.
2: I don't see a spot.
3: It's right there. I don't even know how it got there.
2: Do you want me to start setting the table?
3: No, I asked Ryan to do that.
2: Is there something you need me to do in the meantime?
3: I think everything's almost ready. Got it. Could you tell Ryan to start setting the table while I check on dinner?
2: Sure. Ryan, come set the table for dinner. Ryan, get down
4: here, now! Okay, I'm coming for God's sake. You don't have to make a big deal about setting the damn table.
2: It's important to your mom, so it's important to me.
4: Everything's a big deal to mom. i am doing it, right. Just chill. Dinner's ready. Now we just- Ryan, what are you doing? I'm setting the damn table. Something wrong with how I'm doing it? Why aren't you dressed for dinner? What? Dinner's not for five more minutes. Ryan, I asked you to take this seriously. I'm setting the table. Ryan! And I'm gonna get dressed up. But I'm not gonna bend over backwards. It's not like we're having royalty over. Look, the table is set.
3: Happy? Just please go get dressed. (sighs) I'm going. And dress nicely.
4: I do think
2: you're overdoing it a little.
3: (sighs) On some level, I know that. But this is still important. We don't know anything about this person. We need to make sure he's not around someone who can make him feel worse. And in order to do that, I want to provide a welcoming atmosphere. Since he's been here, Trent's been closed off to everyone. If he's managed to make a friend, I want to show them the best of this house and this family.
2: I'm still impressed that he told you he made a friend.
3: He didn't.
2: He didn't? Then how did you find out?
3: Ryan told me. He said that Trent made a friend a few weeks ago. He gave me her number and I invited her to dinner.
2: It's a girl. What's her name?
3: Her name's Corinne. I was a little surprised too.
2: What else do you know about her? Are they dating?
3: No, he said it's not like that. But when I told him we were having her over for dinner, he got really upset and didn't say anything else about her though.
2: Where is Trent?
3: I last saw him in the living room about 20 minutes ago. I already asked him to get ready.
2: Are you sure this is a good idea? He's been hostile ever since he came here. I'm not sure how he's going to react to us doing this.
3: Look, I know he's been closed off.
2: Almost everything out of his mouth has been an insult. He's been rude to everyone.
3: It's our responsibility as his family to help him heal.
2: I know. I'm sorry about what he went through. But... I can't help but feel he's playing the victim just to be abusive. If it's his family's responsibility to help him, then what's your sister's role in all this?
3: Please, I've already told you how devastating this has been for her. Could you imagine how it would be to find your son unconscious in the bathroom, only to find he tried to take his life? On top of that, being scrutinized by the entire community? I ran this by you before I offered, and you said you were okay with it.
2: I'm sorry, I just hate seeing you exhaust yourself for someone who doesn't seem to appreciate it.
3: Thank you, Gary. I think he will appreciate it in time. That reminds me, she should be here any minute. Trent! Ryan! Are you almost ready?
4: Yes! Stop yelling! Like I said, we're not having royalty over. You don't have to go crazy over dinner. Where's Trent? Yeah, he didn't seem big on the idea of having his girlfriend over. I don't think he's coming down.
0: She's not my girlfriend.
4: Would you like to come in here and prove that argument?
0: I will, once you prove you're smart enough to understand my argument.
4: Trent,
2: get in here. Once again, I'm
0: very, very upset about this idea. And I will accept no blame or responsibility for any accident, insult, or injury that might occur tonight. Noted.
4: Hey, wait a minute. If he doesn't have to dress up for dinner, I shouldn't have to. Not
3: now.
2: Trent, when is she supposed to get here? I'd say right now.
0: Unless, of course, she had the good sense and discretion to stay far away. Hi, Trent. Hello, Corinne. You have five seconds left to make a graceful escape.
3: Hello, Corinne. It's so nice to finally meet you.
0: And time's up.
5: It's very nice to meet you too, Mrs. Sharp. Trent's told me a lot about you. Please, call me Jody. This is my husband, Gary.
2: Nice to meet you, Corinne.
5: And this is Ryan. How's it going? Fine. I really want to thank you for having me over for dinner, Jody. It's so nice of you. Well, I have to
3: admit, I was a little surprised to find out that Trent had made a friend. Really? He didn't tell you anything about me? No, that's why we're here. I want you to sit down, get comfortable, and tell us all about yourself. Just go have a seat at the table.
5: Actually, I was wondering if I could have a word with Trent real quick Of course Gary, could you give me a hand in the kitchen? Ryan, you too
4: Leave So polite Mm. Fine, I'm going
5: So your aunt didn't know I exist How did she find out?
0: Ryan talked, he told her and gave her your number
5: Why did you keep it a secret?
0: Don't say it like that Look, my aunt is kind of a busybody, and I didn't want to sit through an evening of you being interrogated. This is the very scenario I was trying to
5: avoid. I need you to relax. I think you're exaggerating a bit. Your aunt seems really nice. A little high energy, but nice. Besides, what's the worst that could happen from a pleasant conversation over a homemade meal?
0: I keep playing the scenario out in my mind. Either you'll get upset, or she'll cry, or I'll go insane with rage and have to be forcibly sedated.
5: You're forgetting one key element to those scenarios you keep playing in your mind. You always see the worst outcome.
0: It doesn't mean that those outcomes are wrong.
5: I'm telling you, everything will be fine. Now, before we enjoy this nice dinner that I'm sure your aunts put a lot of time and effort into, is there anything else I should know?
0: Yeah... They don't know we're a couple. What? Look, don't blow this out of proportion. If I told her you were anything other than just a friend, the questioning would become about 20 times more personal and invasive. You don't want that.
5: Fine. I'll lie about our relationship. Now can we please just go enjoy dinner?
0: You say enjoy, I say survive. Trouble in paradise? Even you're smart enough to come up with a better line than that.
4: Corinne, does Trent talk to you like that? Because if I was your boyfriend, I would make sure everything I said to you was a statement about how beautiful you really are.
5: Wow, that was really sappy and not in a good way.
4: Now I see why you're together. We aren't together, we're friends. Sure you are.
5: Sorry about the wait. I wanted to make sure the chicken was fully cooked. Everything looks great. I hope I didn't put you through any trouble to make all this. It's no trouble at all. It's actually quite nice.
3: Aside from Trent, we haven't had guests for quite a while. Oh no. Corinne,
5: do you have any food allergies? I forgot to ask. How could I forget to ask? It's all right, it's all right. No food allergies, I'll be fine.
2: Please sit down, dear.
5: I'm sorry,
3: I went a little overboard there. I just don't want you to think I'm insensitive to any
5: dietary restrictions you might have. It's fine. Nothing to worry about.
2: So, Corinne, are you in school?
5: Yes, I'm going into my junior year at Mizzou. That's exciting. What's your major? I'm a theater major with a minor in history.
0: Hmm, I didn't know you were a history minor.
5: You didn't ask. (laughs) Now that I think about it, I don't know your major. Trent's a history major.
0: Thank you, Aunt Jody, But I'm sure she doesn't want to hear about my life. Why don't we change the topic to something inoffensive like clouds or grass?
3: So, Corinne, you're a theater major. Do you want to be an actress
5: after you graduate? Yeah, I was in the school play when I was seven and I've loved it ever since.
2: I heard you met at the dance class Ryan's taking. So you're a dancer too, I take it?
5: That's right. I love performing of all kinds. I also sing and I draw a little bit.
2: Please,
0: more details. What's your favorite color? How old are your parents? What's your favorite snack?
4: I knew I recognized you from somewhere. You did all the school musicals, didn't you?
5: Yeah, all four years.
3: Well, you've known Trent for a little while. I'm just kind of curious. What kind of things do you talk about?
5: Nothing major. We've swapped a couple stories about college and some of the trauma we faced in high school.
3: Well, that's interesting. Has Trent mentioned anything else about trauma? I'm sorry? Well, when you say you've discussed trauma, I'm a little concerned about what kind of effect that can have on him. I guess trauma might not be the
5: best word. It's more like...
0: She knows I'm suicidal. You can quit tiptoeing. Trent!
3: It's okay. I'm sorry. I just wanted to know what you two have talked about. Considering the circumstances, I wouldn't want him to be exposed to any bad influences when we're not around. Not that we are saying you are. We were just kind of surprised to find out he had made a friend while he was here. I wasn't. Really?
4: Sure. Trent's such a positive and supportive person who wouldn't want to be his friend. I hate you.
2: See? Charming. Somebody pass the salt, please.
3: What I meant to say was, how do I phrase this? He's been a little hesitant
5: to activities outside of the house.
4: He's not much of a social butterfly inside the house, either.
5: And you want to know how I might be affecting him. I get it.
3: Like I said, I can't keep an eye on him at all times, and I want to make sure he's not around anything that could negatively affect him, especially considering the great progress he's made.
0: I'm still in the room. If you're concerned about my well-being, you can talk to me. No need to put the thumbscrews to Corinne.
3: I'm sorry, I'm just trying to get to know her.
0: No, you're trying to get to know me through her. That's why I didn't want to have this dinner.
2: Does anyone want some more water?
4: I'll ask the next question.
0: Tread lightly.
4: Corinne, do you have a boyfriend?
5: It's a little complicated. I'm involved, I guess is the right word, but I'm not sure what the actual dynamic of our relationship is.
4: I'm just going to go ahead and assume that that means no. Second question, do you want to go out with me next week?
0: I'm going to make you hurt.
5: No, thanks. I don't think I can handle someone like you.
2: Uh, The potatoes are good. What recipe is this?
5: So, Trent, what else do you two like to talk about?
0: Chaos theory. Is that an acceptable answer?
5: (laughs) That's part of why I've enjoyed talking to him. Sometimes he says the most random things. That's very true. He's always been
3: very well-spoken. Really? Yes, in fact, when he was nine during Thanksgiving dinner, he stood up and recited the entire Gettysburg Address. That's...
5: impressive.
4: I was
0: eight, and it was during Christmas
4: dinner. That was almost as memorable as the Thanksgiving that Trent pissed himself.
0: I'm... uh, I'm done. Sit down. No. If you looked at your list of priorities, dealing with your shithead of a son should have been at the top of your list.
3: Please, Trent, just sit down and let's finish dinner.
0: No, I won't. I've had it. I'm done with all this shit. Ryan is a miserable fuck and I can't take this sham of a dinner anymore.
5: Trent, please calm down. Do you
0: see the shit I put up with? Does this explain the fucked up way I think? All the fucked up things I say. He's so cute when he's angry. Shut the fuck up!
3: I'm sorry. I just wanted to help.
0: Well, guess what? You can't help me. Cutting my food for me doesn't help, taking my phone away doesn't help, and trying to be my mom doesn't help. If anyone was supposed to help me, it's her, not you. I feel more suffocated and isolated than ever, and I'm sick of it. Just everyone leave me the ever-loving fuck alone. <laughs> <laughs> Are you- Don't. Don't speak. Don't. Just don't. I'm nowhere near close to talking about it.
5: You weren't wrong, just so you know. What? The way you described your family.
0: I know. I've been saying that for weeks now.
5: But you weren't entirely right, either.
0: What? How was I not right? You just told me I was. You were at the same dinner as me twenty minutes ago.
5: Yes. I was. And I got to meet your family in person for the first time after hearing all the horror stories you told me. What I'm saying is that some of the things you told me about them were true. But other things that you told me about them were your own perception about them.
0: What I told you was the truth.
5: I know. I believe you.
0: Then why did you say I was wrong?
5: Because it was the truth to you.
0: So how would you describe my family?
5: Are you going to snap out of your shitty attitude?
0: Probably not.
5: Well, then forget it. We'll just sit here in silence until you get over it.
0: (sighs) I will make an effort to try and snap out of it, but you have to tell me what your thoughts were, okay?
5: Yes. I thought that your aunt was actually quite pleasant to be around. I will admit that she seems a little desperate to please people.
0: And it's annoying, isn't it?
5: It's a lot to take in, I'll admit but I'm amazed at the amount of time and energy that must have gone into making that meal. My parents don't put in that much effort when my friends come over.
0: Do your parents embarrass you to all hell when your friends come over?
5: Yeah, (laughs) just don't let it get to me.
0: Hold on, have you even told your parents about me?
5: Yes, I have, but we're not talking about them. We're talking about you.
0: No, I wanna talk about this now.
5: We're not doing that. Look, your aunt is trying to care for you the best way she knows how. You might not think so, but she does have good intentions. Your uncle was quiet, but I don't think he's counting down the days until you go home.
0: And what makes you say that?
5: Why else was he at dinner? If he didn't care, wouldn't he have just left the house?
0: I thought you were going to say that since you were an actress, you could pick up on the dynamics of his emotions.
5: I'm saying... I think he's not sure how to deal with a situation such as yours.
0: Okay, let's just say that for the sake of argument that you're right, that my views are entirely in my head, and that I'm the truly insufferable one in this situation. You can't deny that Ryan is perhaps the biggest piece of shit that you've ever had the displeasure of meeting.
5: He's an asshole, yes but I did notice something weird.
0: Of course you did. What was it, that he isn't truly terrible for bringing up one of the most embarrassing moments of my childhood in front of my girlfriend?
5: That was a low blow. I did notice that he did it after your aunt was praising you. Did you ever think that he might be jealous? Wow, bravo,
0: Corinne. I should stop going to Dr. Albarn and just make you my therapist. Your perceptions are just so amazing.
5: Fuck you, Trent.
0: Where are you going?
5: I'm done talking to you, if you're just going to be a brat.
0: I'm the brat, you're doing the whole drama queen storm off.
5: I was trying to be your friend. I'm trying to give you support and you're throwing it in my face. You asked me about my thoughts on your family and I gave them. Now you're being belligerent because you don't want to face the truth.
2: I will face the truth,
0: but what you're telling me isn't the truth. I'm not the bad guy here.
5: I didn't say you were the bad guy, but now I'm not so sure.
0: Really? How so? Tell me how I'm the bad guy.
5: You're not. I want to help you.
0: I don't want to repeat myself, but what the hell, I'm going to. You can't help me. You can say all the supportive things you want, but my brain won't accept it. You can pay me all the compliments in the world. I won't believe them. No matter how much I or anyone else wants to, you won't ever fix the way I feel all the fucking time. And all the prescriptions and therapy I've gone through hasn't made anything better. Why are you so concerned with helping me anyway? You have no idea what it's like. You don't know what real deep-rooted depression really is.
5: Is that what you think? That I'm completely blind to your situation or do you just think that only people with the same mental illness are the only ones who can relate to you?
0: What are you talking about?
5: I'm talking about you. I'm talking about how you've been treating the one person who has listened to your incessant bitching without shaming or criticizing you. I've been polite and pleasant while you just go on and on about yourself.
0: So what are you saying, that now everything has to focus on you?
5: I'm saying that maybe you should learn about the person who has gone through great effort to get to know you.
0: So the actress wants the limelight on her. Typical. Fine, I'll turn the attention on you. Corinne, how are you feeling today?
5: Right now, I'm pissed off. Try and take this somewhat seriously.
0: What's really bothering you? I've never seen you this defensive before.
5: I told my parents about you
0: uh how much did you tell them
5: enough enough for them to think that being around you would be a bad influence
0: did you tell them i'm suicidal or a drug dealer
5: can you please cut it out for a few minutes and listen to me Mm Mm-hmm. i told them that you were suicidal and that you're still trying to cope with it but my parents well they went a little crazy They're afraid that if I keep spending time with someone like you... Someone like me? Their words, not mine. Anyway, they think that spending time with you will have a bad effect on me.
0: What kind of effect? What are you talking about?
5: A bad effect emotionally.
0: You're, uh, you're depressed too? Mm
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Why didn't you tell me?
5: I thought you picked up on it.
0: No, you come across as confident and outgoing. I wouldn't have picked up on it. How long have you-
5: Since I was ten. I had no confidence, no energy, and I shut myself off socially. I started taking antidepressants and they've helped me for the most part, but sometimes-
0: Sometimes you just don't want to bother because that voice in your head keeps saying, everything's pointless, everyone hates you, and nothing you do truly matters to anyone.
5: Yeah. That's exactly how it feels sometimes. But sometimes things are fine and I feel happy and excited and motivated.
0: What kind of drugs did they give you? Because I don't feel that way anymore.
5: The medicine helps, but the reason I can feel that way is because I keep reminding myself of the great things I have in my life. My parents love me. I go to a great college where I'm studying something I'm passionate about. I have great friends who are a tremendous source of support.
0: Rin, I'm sorry. I was so stuck in my head, I I didn't even think about what problems you might have in your life.
5: No, you didn't.
0: I just wish every day didn't have to be this constant battle to function. You see people who get excited by the idea of a new day. I wish I could feel that way about my life.
5: I wish I could see the world that way too, but instead I try and surround myself with people who do.
0: That actually sounds nice. Too bad I've hurt, insulted, or isolated myself from anyone who cares about me.
5: That's true, you did. So what are you going to do about it? Are you going to sulk, or are you going to actually try and fix things?
0: Sulking sounds easier, but it hasn't made things better. If I'm going to get anywhere, I should start by apologizing to you. I'm sorry I was an entitled, self-centered piece of shit. Do you forgive me, or uh, is, is there something else I need to own up to?
5: Of course I forgive you. I'm sorry I got upset. Thank you. For what?
0: For at least trying to help me. Where's Aunt Jody?
2: She's asleep. Sit down, Trent.
0: I'm sorry I stormed out, but can this please wait
2: until the morning? Sit down, Trent. I'm sorry about what happened. I know. But there's more to what I have to say about what happened tonight. Trent, your aunt and I let you stay here so you could try and recover. I wasn't fully on board with the idea, but she said that it would be good for you you would be safe in a place where no one knew you or what you've done. I know, but- Ever since you've arrived, I've seen you walk all over my family. You've been dismissive and ungrateful to my wife, you've mocked my son, and you haven't shown any gratitude to anyone. What Ryan said crossed the line, but you're older than him. I expected you would behave like it. I can't imagine what must have taken you to such a dark place that you would want to end your life. But this has been hard on other people, not just you. I remember when Jody first heard you were in the hospital. She was standing in the kitchen on the phone with your mom. When she hung up, she broke down and cried for an hour. She was devastated that her nephew tried to kill himself. I was shaken myself, but Trent, Tonight you made your aunt cry because you were selfish. I'm not going to allow that in my house. You may be depressed, but that doesn't mean you can treat the people who love you horribly. Do you understand? Yes. Now, I'm going to let the fact that you ran off until 1.30 in the morning slide. But if you step out of line again, you're going home. I don't care what Jody might say. You don't get to disrespect my family. You are a guest in this house, and you will start showing some gratitude. Uncle Gary, I'm sorry.
0: I'm sorry, I didn't think- I know you are, but I'm not the one you need to apologize to. Yes, you are. I mean, I know I need to apologize to Aunt Jody, too. But I do need to apologize
2: to you. Trent, you can say sorry all you want. If you truly want to apologize to me, then start taking better care of the people who care about you. Oh, God.
0: (sighs) No. Get out. After the shit you pulled, I haven't begun to forgive you.
4: If it makes you feel any better, you got off lightly. After you left, he really let me have it. Are you going to be okay?
0: Am I going to be okay? No. After what happened tonight, I don't think I'll ever be okay. I don't think you have any right to come in here and ask me that.
4: I'm sorry. About what I said tonight, I'm... I'm sorry.
0: What does it matter? Even if I believed your apology, it doesn't change anything. Your apology doesn't undo what happened tonight. and It's not going to make me feel better. I knew coming back here was going to suck.
4: Look, I'm trying to come to you as your cousin and tell you I feel shitty for the stupid comment I made. If you don't want to accept it, I can't make you. But I do feel crappy about what happened.
0: Why did it have to happen? What? Why did it have to happen? Why did you have to say something so... Overwhelmingly embarrassing. Ryan, we've been at each other's throats since I got here. We've been hostile to each other for years. What did I ever do to make you hate me? Trent, it's late. Can we just... No, we're not waiting till morning or next week. I need to know now. How did I hurt you so deeply that you enjoy seeing me suffer? Please.
4: I don't hate you, Trent. And if I told you, you'd just bust my balls for being stupid.
0: No, I won't, but I do need to know why we've been so shitty to each other. Otherwise things between us will have no hope of ever getting any better.
4: All right. But I I need you to keep quiet until I'm finished. Fair. I've been giving this some thought for a while, and I think my anger isn't caused by you or, or anything you've done, I think it has to do with the fact that everything in life has always been so easy for you. No, it hasn't. I... You don't think your life has been easy? Every time we visited Grandma and Grandpa, they would always gush about what you've accomplished. Your grades, your scholarships, your test scores, the colleges you got accepted to, and how proud they were of you. And it wasn't just them. Mom and dad made it a point of bringing up my wonderful cousin and how successful he was going to be. Do you have any idea how shitty that is? I'm an only child and I have to compete for my parents' attention with my cousin. Then you tried to kill yourself and right before I come home for my freshman year, I hear the big announcement that you're staying for the summer. I'm not sure why, but it really pissed me off. I guess I just I hated the fact that I felt overshadowed by you for years, that you became the lightning rod for all my anger and jealousy. You don't deserve that, and I'm sorry.
0: I didn't know that's how you felt. I'm not quite sure how to respond to that.
4: I don't expect you to forgive me tonight. Hell, I don't know if you'll ever forgive me. But I am sorry.
0: I'm sure as hell not going to forgive you tonight, but check back in about a week or so. So, it really was my fault, wasn't it? What? Not just tonight. This whole time, it's been my fault. I thought that all the stupid bullshit around me was bringing me down, but it was the opposite.
4: I have no idea what you're talking about. I attempt suicide, and
0: everyone changes their opinion of me. My parents send me to a mental hospital for help, costing them their money and reputation. I agree to spend the summer here because I'm scared to face the consequences of my actions. Scared that my friends and neighbors now see me as some kind of freak. Aunt Jody takes me in and hides everything in the house that's sharper than a Q-tip. I'm eating your dad's food. I'm insulting you and depriving you of the attention you crave from your parents. I've been taking Corinne's feelings for granted. And during all of this, I've been acting like I'm the victim. Like the rest of the world's been dragging me down and that excuses my behavior. The world hasn't been dragging me down. I drag down anyone who gets too close.
4: You're right, you have been dragging everyone else down. So what are you going to do about it?
0: Isn't this the part where you try and encourage
4: me or say something to make me feel better? You're so down right now, I don't think anything I can say will make you feel better. But if you feel like shit, then do something about it. If you want to be better, then act better. If your medication doesn't help you, change your prescription. If you don't want to stay here anymore, then go home. You don't want to bring people down anymore. Stop dragging them down. It all comes down to what you want and what you are going to do about it. Thank you.
0: I think I know the next step. Would it be possible to get a ride to the park
4: tomorrow? Yeah, sure.
0: Thanks. You know, despite your best efforts, you managed to make me feel a little better.
4: Good night, Trent.
5: You're late. Sorry. When someone texts me early in the morning saying, Meet me at the park at 1.30, it's common courtesy to not be 15 minutes late. I'm sorry. You're not making excuses.
0: I don't have any excuses, and I really don't have the will to fight right now. I'm sorry I kept you waiting.
5: Sit down. You had something to tell me?
0: I do. I'm just trying to figure out the best way to say it.
5: Did I do something wrong?
0: No, it has nothing to do with anything you did.
5: Did your cousin... No,
0: not Ryan either. I'm not sure it has anything to do with anyone.
5: I'm not really in the mood to rehash her fight last night, so if you have a point, please get to it.
0: Fine, I'll, I'll just say it. I'm going home and I called you here to break up with you. Uh, I'm I'm sorry.
5: When do you leave? Tomorrow morning. Are you being punished for what happened last night?
0: No. Uh, I called my parents this morning, and I told my aunt and uncle after profusely apologizing to them. My aunt is blaming herself, but she knows this is what needs to happen. At least I think she does.
5: Why does this need to happen? I thought you hated the idea of going home.
0: No, I I don't think I did. What was that? I I was scared to face my parents. I thought they needed to be the ones to, to reach out first.
5: But they didn't. So you had to make the first move.
0: Last night when I got back, my uncle told me to take better care of the people who love me. With the way things are right now, the best thing I can do is go home. Try try to get my head on straight.
5: I understand that. But why do you think we have to break up?
0: Because I was bringing out the worst in everyone around me. And that's not fair to my family and it's not fair to you.
5: What happened last night wasn't entirely caused by anything you said or did. I had a low moment, and you were the only person around to see it.
0: In the time we've known each other, I thought you were this amazing person who was able to open up to all these different possibilities. I liked that because-
5: Because uh, I had the type of attitude you wished you had.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. But last night, seeing you as such a low, I saw a reflection of myself, and to think that I brought you there, even indirectly, I hated it. I don't like anything about myself, and I shouldn't be with anyone until I pull myself together. That's why I need to go home and own up to what I did.
5: Damn it, Trent.
0: Did you really think this was going to last?
5: No. I guess I just... Didn't want to think about it. Part of what I liked about our relationship is that the exit strategy was already laid out. Different towns, different schools, we were only going to be here for the summer. I think what upsets me is that you ended it before I did.
0: If it makes you feel better, I'll tell everyone that you dumped me.
5: (laughs) Damn straight. We're doing the right thing by ending whatever this was. I don't want to be with someone who's fueled by being negative all the time. That's not what either of us want or deserve.
0: I don't know what I deserve. Since I've been such an asshole to everyone, I can't deserve anything good.
5: Are you worried about going home? You said that part of the reason your parents sent you here was to recover away from the stigma of your suicide attempt.
0: I'm terrified. I've been so sheltered from the social fallout that uh, I don't know what to expect, and and that scares me. But there's not much I can really do about it. Whether it takes them five minutes or five years to find out what I did, they will always look at me as if I'm broken. If I'm ever going to move on with my life again, I need to face it.
5: I'll warn you right now that it really sucks. How are you going to deal with it?
0: I think I'll get some stronger meds. (laughs) Last night I realized why I've been struggling to cope. Everyone's been trying to help me, but I've been expecting them to fix me. And when they couldn't fix me, I'd resent them. But that's something I have to do for myself.
5: Do you want others to help you?
0: I do. I just don't know if I'm at a place where I can accept help.
5: You still have my number, right? Yeah. Type your number in on my phone.
0: They they took away my phone.
5: Then type in your home number. I don't know when you'll be able to accept help, but can I call you if I need help? Sure. Thank you.
0: It wouldn't have been fair to you.
5: What wouldn't have been fair?
0: To ask you to be anything more than my friend. In the long run, I think that's what's best for both of us. Goodbye, Trent. Goodbye. was directed by Mason Ellison, written by Mason Ellison and Jason Epley, and produced by Mason Ellison and Sage Man. Starring Sage Man as Trent, Adrian Fisk as Corinne, Mason Ellison as Ryan, Gretchen Wolfmeyer as Jody, Randy Wolfmeyer as Gary, and Jerry Lynn as Dr. Albarn. Our audio engineer and editor was Isaac David, produced at 505 Recording Studio in Quincy, Illinois. Text copyright 2021 by Mason Ellison and Jason Epley. This production copyright 2021 by Topps and Stuff Productions. Royalty-free music by Kevin McLode at incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0.